Got a new one. <laughs> Welcome back to the Unimposters Podcast. I'm Damien. I'm Isaac, the intern. And I'm Andy. And we are here uh, celebrating because this episode was brought to you by Andy's mom. Our first sponsor, our fan is up there in the corner of the room. And not only is it is it uh, projecting... It's blowing cold air. Cold air into the room. It also is projecting this beautiful light into mm. the room, too. It's like mm. it, we, we, we have ambiance in here. It's a fan now with ambiance. I feel 15% <laughs> smarter because the lights are better in here. I feel 15% cooler. Nice. <laughs> I could get 15% cooler and still walk into walls. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, oh, no. I, was waiting, I was waiting for somebody <laughs> to, to do it. <laughs> Speaking of walking straight into your own folly, when last we met... We, we were, were talking about the Ten Commandments. We were talking about mm. the Ten Commandments, or the Ten Words, or the Ten Phrases, or the Fifteen Ideas. Or exactly. The, or how, why did we number these? All right, so... Uh, uh, now there's all, we're gonna we're gonna get back to some of the laws that God gave to Moses because the, the Ten Commandments aren't the only thing that God gave to Moses up there on the mountain. He gave he gave him some other ideas too. Uh, but have you ever wondered what the Israelites were doing while Moses was up there with God on the top of the mountain? They yes, they I was were down at the bottom I, I, of the mountain. They were down at the bottom of the mountain, chapter thirty-twoing uh, uh, amongst themselves. Now the the Ten Commandments is chapter twenty. The uh, the the part that we are telling you is happening at the same time as the Ten Commandments, chapter 32, because as Andy stated before, Exodus is bad at chronology. Uh, Moses goes up on the mountain, and he's he's gone. People get bored. Hey, where'd that Moses guy go? Yeah, they they, they get bored worried. You know, like, so like, okay, a little bit of parent vent session here, but <laughs> every now and then, my kids know exactly what they want to do, okay? They want to have time to play on their tablets, but what they will do is they will walk up to me and tell me that they are bored, and they're like, ah, there's nothing to do, and so my first opening gambit is the the sponge to clean the bathroom, because like, well, if you're mm-hmm. bored, you have nothing to do. That bathroom isn't going to clean itself. They're like, no pass. I was actually thinking something fun. Like, well, you have a whole room <laughs> full of toys upstairs. Why don't you go like look at your whole room full of toys? And that's when they get all sullen and long-faced. And then five minutes later, I find them huddled in a corner over a bright glowing screen. I'm like, And so <laughs> Moses came down the mountain with all of Israel over a bright glowing screen of gold. <laughs> I was saying, let's let's jump around this a little bit because I love <laughs> Joshua heard the noise. Oh, so a lot of times when Moses has gone somewhere, yes, on his way back, Joshua will magically appear. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of assumed that Joshua went with him, even if it doesn't say that, because Joshua yes. is like his personal attendant kind of guy. Yes, yeah. So that's why Joshua Joshua is not in camp with everybody else, but is right there to say something to Moses right now. So they hear a bunch of noise as Moses is heading down from the mountain. And Joshua's like, oh, no, there's a war in the camp. And Moses says, well, it's not the sound of winning. It's not the sound of losing. (laughs) What are you doing? Do I hear singing? (laughs) Is that singing I hear? (laughs) It's West Side Story. (laughs) Da-da, da-da-da. Yeah. But how did we get there? How did he know to go down the mountain to go find Joshua, who's going to tell him there's war happening down the hill? I was going to confuse chronology earlier by saying, let's back up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I, I was like, I, I, I don't know. He just finished the thing with God and then went down the mountain. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. No, it's <laughs> right, right before this, right before this, you know, God and Moses are doing their thing. And uh, 
Maybe talking face to face. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe I did whatever. Whatever's going on while they were while they were chit chatting about laws up on the top of the mountain. Uh, God said, "Hey, uh, I need you to go away from me because I'm about to kill everybody down the hill." Why is he about to kill everybody down the hill? See what ha- what had happened before this was all the people got worried about Moses because he'd been gone for so long. Gone for so long. Got they it. got bored. Okay. And so they said, Aaron. You're the priestly guy. Make us a god that we can worship. Uh, okay, make us an idol of Yahweh. Probably, yes. That we can worship, so that we can worship our god. But we need to worship him at something. We don't know how to worship things at nothing. Right. And we're, you're the We're priest. not clear on how to worship or how to behave. Yes. Because Moses is up on the top of the mountain learning mm-hmm. about that so he can tell us. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this, this part mm-hmm. has to actually be read specifically <laughs> so that when the explanation gets given later it makes sense what what had happened so in so in verse 2 of chapter 32 Aaron said to them tear off the gold rings which are in the ears of your wives your sons and your daughters and bring them to me then all the people tore off the gold rings which were in their ears and brought them to Aaron he took this from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made it into a molten calf and they said this is your god o israel who brought you up out of the land of egypt now, when Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it, and Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. Mm. And so they came up, they rose up the next day and did exactly that. And that's when God said, It's time for me to kill these people. And uh, Moses answered in a very specific way. God basically says, All right, get out of my way. I'm going to kill them all. Yes. And Moses says, well, while I'm standing in your way, why don't we have a little chat here? What about... <laughs> You know, I mean, everybody's heard that you did this huge, mighty thing and got them out of Egypt. Just like wiped the floor with the Egyptian gods on their home turf. If you just kill them all now, people are going to be like, oh, well, he was just messing with them. He wasn't really faithful to them. And then what if somebody finds out about those promises you made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Those were kind of things. Mm. Yeah, so, uh, so, so Moses starts negotiating with God. Something we've seen before with Abraham. When when you know God was going to kill like you know, this whole this whole city except for his like his family people he asked him to bring out of there. And Abraham said, Abraham said, but what about this? But what about this? But what about this? And God said, okay, if there's that. Okay, if there's that. And so there's a uh, uh, again, this is a uh it is no longer a, a thing where it was just one guy. It's actually becoming a, a thing that is repeated now, a repeated idea that the people who relate with God uh, also debate with God mm. and debate with God about things that, like, I'm not quite sure if that's the play there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting that even Moses will use the word remember, like telling God to remember his faithfulness. Remember the things you said, that you were going to bless Israel, that you were going to make them into this nation, and you were going to protect them, and you were going to stay faithful to them. Um so, which I mean begs the question: Like, does God does God forget things? What is or that He needs remembering? I mean, an easy answer, which I usually despise <laughs> giving, because I much prefer people having tension in the Bible, because that's usually closer to right. But an easy answer in this case, I think, is uh, like when He remembered the Israelites at the beginning of the Exodus mm-hmm. at, of the Book of Exodus, where it's like, remember means like, hey, is it time to act yet? Mm. Right. It's it's thought it's thoughtfulness uh that is now at the point of action. Right. 
it's like he never stopped thinking about them, but it was like remembering was like I'm thinking about you yeah. and the time for action while well, I think about you is in three. Too. Well, if, you're, then, if you're talking about killing these guys, then you are not putting this remembrance into action mm, right. for the promise you made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But, you know, the, it, there's it very, very specifically in verse 14, it says, The Lord changed his mind <laughs> about the harm which he said he would do to, to the people, which does bring tension. It brings yes. a lot of tension yes. to this. Mm. Well, it, it brings tension to the moment, like dramatic tension, but it bring, brings tension to our understanding of his character, which is... How God does stuff. Does he, does he change his mind? Yeah. Does he, like, come up with an idea and then say, no, that was a bad idea? Does God have bad ideas? Does God have better ideas? Dramatic pause. We're not going to answer that. We're going to save that for a special episode later because that's a whole thing. It is a whole thing. I actually, yeah. you know, I have notes on my phone about like things to go back and talk about. I have that one written down. Yeah. <laughs> Underlined. <Good. laughs> yeah. Mm. It has been a big question for basically all of Jewish and Christian history. Yeah. That has been discussed repeatedly. It's, yeah. it's definitely a big question. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like inside of his idea of like fallibility and perfection mm. and all those things. So if you're asking that question, that's the right, that's a good question to be it, asking. It, you're in good company. Right. It, people that are asking that question. It right. is foundational. <laughs> yeah. Like if you're asking that question, I've got bad news for you. You can't do any better than some people whose names start with the word saint. So <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best you're going to do if you're asking that question. Yes. Yes. So, uh, so th- that, that also is a, a very polite way of telling you we're not going to answer this question. Not right, not right now. <laughs> we will discuss it with you mm. uh, in full and total, not even in full, but in like uh, Summary. In, in robust uh, uh, sometime here in the future. But, uh, but there is not going to be an answer to that question. It's definitely a question for you to take on your journey in faith mm. um, to ask God. Ask him yourself, do you change your mind? Do you change your mind? This, that, and the other. And so, yeah. Speaking of changing minds, changing God mind. had just decided not to kill all the Israelites after all. Yes. Mm. And so Moses went down the hill and uh, and Joshua appears. Uh, you know, it's uh, Joshua is, is uh, he's referred to Moses as the servant. Uh, he's, re- he's referred to as uh, Joshua is referred to as the servant of Moses, the same way that Moses is referred to as the servant of God. And so... Yep. Very close with him, very much under his authority, very much at his beck and call kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And very much, especially later, but even sometimes now, speaking or acting on his behalf. Yes. Like yeah. when, mm-hmm. a few chapters ago, when somebody had to lead the army to fight the Amalekites, Moses might have been too old, so it was Moses' right-hand man who went out to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just for chron- chronology's sake. Right, that's confusing. Um, yep. But like, so Israel does not have the Ten Commandments at this point. No, probably not. Moses is up on the mountain. They were they about to. <laughs> they're about to get probably, it. Probably, yes. And then they then they start making yeah. a, 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 an image. Yeah, because directly after this, when God says, I'm going to kill him, and Moses says, wait one, it goes <laughs> down the hill, and he like he sees what's going on. He takes the he takes the tablets that the law is written on, mm. and he throws it up against the foot of the uh, against the foot of the uh, the mountain, and like we talked portrayed about, like, by Charlton Heston in the very old movie, The Ten Commandments, right? Mm. And like well, like we talked about uh, last last time, you can find it on YouTube. The <laughs> the, uh, the 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 tablets were likely written as uh, as a uh, a contract kind yeah. of a thing, and so Moses went down the hill, and he's like. We had this great deal. I, we're going to. You already blew it. We're, we're going to rewrite it here in a second. It's time for us to rethink this. He takes the. Oh, <laughs> 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 